0: You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Fasten your seat belts and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic.
1: Happy Father's Day to all.
2: Yeah, happy Father's Day, folks.
1: I feel like I knocked it out of the park on my gift. I made my dad a wooden table out of the wood from the house. Mm-hmm. And I won this knife on an auction three months ago. I gave 15 bucks for it. $300 knife. He offered me 150 when he knew I won. Mm-hmm. And I know what he was thinking. He's mm-hmm. going to end up selling that. And yeah. we never talked any more about it. <laughs> and I kept it hid. Mm-hmm. And I gave it to him. And he was shocked. That's I cool. think he thought I was gonna sell it. Yeah, that's cool. So happy Father's Day, Dad.
2: Happy Father's Day, Ryan's dad, Kevin's dad, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I, I was aware of your of your table because uh, me and my dad helped you plan it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Or at least a couple of boards, yeah. yeah. Um yeah. My gift was not that elaborate. It was uh it was just a gift card for yeah, you know, for Los cuz he always goes to Lowe's for I mean we as men we have to go to Lowe's a lot.
1: Yeah, tell me about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know all about that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say happy uh, Father's Day to all the fathers out there. You Kevin run. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. Uh my wife brought the kids into the in into the bed this morning to wake me up cuz evidently they woke her up early. I don't know I was out. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> like I, I yeah, our kids ain't been sleeping good lately but anyway they go in there and they wake her up she starts cooking breakfast you know cinnamon rolls for the kids that, you know we usually don't eat but uh she had all the kids come in there to wake me up So they you know, jump on the bed the two-year-old's like smacking me in the forehead sitting on on, on the top of my head with his full diaper and uh my four-year-old is jumping all around i'm like yeah you know, dodging you know knees and elbows and Heels and toes, and yeah, so yeah, she's like, She's like, You need to tell him, you need to tell him. They never would, <laughs> they never would tell me anything. Yeah. So ultimately, she was wanting to say happy Father's Day, but they didn't, and they, they still didn't like all the way till now. But to make up for what my kids did not say to me, I'll say this to my ninety seven year old grandfather i saw him yeah this evening happy father's day pa um i love you and uh, appreciate you uh happy father's day to my dad um and all the other you know men in my family my father in law um yeah i appreciate each of you my brother in law as well uh also it's kind of rare in the world, but my my mother and my father have the same birthday, and it just so happened to be yesterday. Oh wow! Uh, four years apart, but same day. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So that makes uh, Father's Day weekend extremely expensive yeah. <laughs> every year. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> so, unique, though. It, it is, yeah. and and they got the same anniversary. Like it's wow. just wild. You don't see that <laughs> that that's rare anymore.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm the, thinking
1: wheels are, here, like, the wheels are turning, are you talking man. about your mom and dad yeah yeah
2: like at the same
1: well I same figured birthday they would have and the, the same anniversary And well, they're
2: still married but yeah and yeah, not all parents are married still that's rare but uh happy birthday y'all you know i don't look a day over 30 um <laughs> <laughs> i don't look a day under 50 so i mean i'm yeah, i'm getting yeah. there it's getting rough but uh <laughs> i love y'all uh but yeah just want to say happy birthday i love you uh the kids love you hope you enjoyed your day and god bless you both i'm done now that's my little shout outs sentimental i'm good
1: so i get this text do I you am. Do you want to do this early? So I'm excited. Here it is, 7.55. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, that's now, just granted, amazing.
1: folks, he said this around what? 6.30? Uh, it was like 6.45. Yeah. And then uh, something happened?
2: Well, I was at home by myself. I was going to try to work on that tree that got struck by lightning and I fell in my front yard. but
1: Did you find a chainsaw?
2: I went and bought one. Okay. Now it's just to get it cranked is the the, the thing now. You didn't
1: go with the uh, brand new. You didn't go with the battery operated no, one. No. Man, them things are amazing. That's what I'm gonna go with. Man. I just. Did I, Did you have it the the oil and the gas I'm mixed done? I've tomorrow. got all that
2: done. I just I'm not sure. I don't know if I flooded it to start because it says you got to push this little thing you know this many times. Five times. This said ten. Oh. And I was like, I think it's too much.
1: Yeah, it's a little when heavy. You,
2: you, yeah, like when you pull the, the choke out, you smell gas. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's flooded, so I'm just going to let it sit. Does like, it have a
1: spark plug in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, that's why I don't want to go back to that gas stuff. And, <laughs> like, I don't believe in getting rid of things that are gas. Right. But, like, I've never seen a chainsaw that you can jerk and it starts, like, easy.
2: I mean, I Ever. have, but they're few and far between. The majority of chainsaws are, are pains. Yeah. A lot of weed eaters are pains, but mine's good, man. man I've I, never had an issue with mine. I got I'm a like
1: battery-powered on, one of those.
2: Yeah, my wife used to have one of them.
1: And it does the job. Like, I love it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I started watching this show, and my mind is completely blown.
2: It's called Barney?
1: No. <laughs> it is called Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. I mean, dude, like, like I, I just, and it's one of those shows that you don't have to watch it from the beginning to the end.
2: Yeah, each episode's different.
1: Yes, and, like, it makes so much sense, like, in the direction that we are headed. Mm. Even I seen the AI thing with Luke Combs this yeah. week. That was creepy, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And he never did an ad about weight loss in his no, entire no. life. Mm-hmm. And like, if somebody didn't have common sense,
2: I was going to bring that up. You could too. look at
1: it and tell. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to
2: bring that up too while we were here tonight. I didn't know if you'd seen all that,
1: especially if you didn't watch the episode. Yeah. Because, oh yeah, he
2: talked about it.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't going to go on no journey. Right. But uh-huh. that's kind of like what this is. Like one little episode that I watched. It's it's pretty quick. It's about a woman who loses her husband. She's pregnant and she's trying to fill that void. Well, they have an app to where you can download everything on his phone and you can text yeah. him. And like they all the warning signs say this is not the person. This is artificial. Mm-hmm. Then it goes from texting to calling. From calling, she orders a body mm. that comes in the mail. She puts it in the bathtub, downloads all this stuff. He steps out of the bathtub, and it is identical to him. And, like, it is, like, it's not like it's alien.
2: Spoiler alert, folks. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not like it's alien-ish. right? Like, I mean, it makes sense. And, like, one of the episodes, you can block people in real life, mm-hmm. like, to where they just look like they're a blur. And yeah. if they have a child, they're blocked, too. So if you met a girl yeah. and she left you, <laughs> I mean, That's wild. it is insane. But it's also scary at the same time. 100%. Because, like, this dude... I mean, you just got to watch that episode.
2: Yeah, I'm sure in the filming of it, it was literally that dude <laughs> that was in the bathtub. But in yeah, you know, like as far oh, as the yeah. story goes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But like it has all of them have a really great ending because when I first watched it, I was like, I don't know if I can keep up with this. Yeah. But all of the ending comes back. And, like, dude, I mm-hmm. suggest anybody and everybody to watch it and give it a chance.
2: I've heard a lot about that show. Because it makes you
1: think. Yeah,
2: it's one of those that really, really tugs at your brain and yeah. makes you really think about everything. Because you never know where the world's coming. That's kind of what we talked about at my church today.
1: Well, was... I mean, the Black Mirror is your phone
2: mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. you
1: stare at 24 7.
2: Mm hmm. You yeah know. i'm pretty sure you know molly cyrus did an episode it was either the i think it was like the second season that they did she i don't was know in they're
1: one. at six and i just accidentally found this because it was in the top 10 it's and been like, big
2: for a long time
1: yeah well like i didn't know and i went to the first one and then i went to the last one and i mm. they're all great mm. like yeah, i'm gonna end up binge watching it and get in <laughs> yeah. trouble not get the studio done in time <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyways yeah, yeah.
1: congratulations mm. to garth he is trying to save country music yeah he's got his own radio station now
3: mm. called
1: the 615 That's and cool. you can listen to it anywhere in the world and he brought stormy warren on mm-hmm. he left the highway radio that he'd been with forever yeah. to come work with garth on this
2: Is that on uh, SiriusXM? It's on the
1: TuneIn app. That's the name of the channel. It's called the 615 on the TuneIn app. And Garth straight up said, I'm tired of record labels only playing people that the labels are pushing. You know? Yeah. And it makes sense. So we're going to hear some sale? We're oh, for hear, sure. We're right. gonna hear some underground people that do not have major record deals. You know.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, now, did I discuss this with you last time? I heard, and I hope it's not true. But do you remember the little thing that he did in the in the late nineties, early two thousands?
1: Yes. The, his little. It's true. His little
2: stunt. He's going on a tour. as it's Chris supposed Gaines.
1: to be releasing six more albums? All dedicated to Chris Gaines, which I never understood that whole thing.
2: I always thought like Chris Gaines. Of course, if you don't know, now you know he is Chris Gaines. But yeah, Chris Gaines looked like like a early '90s lesbian. <laughs> Did yeah. you see? Yeah. You know, that, like that yeah. picture of the hair. <laughs> like, yeah. my dog looks like a Karen
1: now <laughs> because <laughs> I was trying to get mats out of his ear, yeah. and he kind of looks like a dyke. My oh. dog does. You know?
2: Don't say that word. It's,
1: well, I mean, I'm just saying. It's, it's offensive. Like a, it's a dyke haircut.
2: It's still an offensive word.
1: Is it really? Yes. Like, if I was gay, I wouldn't mind them calling me a dyke. Well, you're not. Some,
2: And, I mean, some people do. I think, honestly, more people who are just looking to not offend other people are more offended by it than the people that it's actually meant so to. So,
1: it's worse to say that versus lesbian or gay? Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah. I did Big not difference. know that it's a slang now I just do? like the, just like the f word Oh, yeah for gay i see yeah okay but i mean yeah um it doesn't offend me but it's not meant to offend me and <clears throat>
1: yeah i hope it. i hope i didn't offend anybody right
2: right uh and speaking of that it's pride month
1: are you coming out?
2: Are you going to do like a special? I mean, you're no, no, in no, 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 this is not fair. This is Aww. not fair. I got told that I'm not allowed to make jokes about Mr. Ryan anymore. I was just because trying to beat you to the It upsets punch. him. It upsets him. Makes me mad. <laughs> Look, if I if I wasn't making jokes, it meant I wouldn't like you. Yeah. like That's what I do to all my friends. Well, I even do it to my, my dad.
1: Here's the thing.
2: Yeah, I'm afraid those, well, I'm going to wake up one morning yeah. and I'm just going to be gay.
1: No. Is that what you're going to say There is next? no way in the world. Like, and that's I, what makes it I funny. Don't have, I don't have anything about people that want to be like that. Yeah. That is their life. Right. But, like, I could not see myself in a situation to where I would see a male attractive
2: and that's why, at all. That's why it's so funny when I tease yeah. you because I know that it bothers you.
1: I would rather you <laughs> stick to short jokes. Ah, uh, But that. Uh, in the all thing, reality.
2: things been beat.
1: Yeah. I, it really has. I, I figured it'd hurt your feelings
2: more about you being short, because that's actually true. <laughs> well, thought if I figured if I put something on you that wasn't true, you wouldn't mind as much. Well. I mean, anyways. I'm short, too, but in this building, I'm Yao Ming. <laughs>
1: well, so, there's something else that I want to talk about. I've found a video of this 21-year-old girl. And I have never seen a story that made me just want to give them money, and this was it. (laughs) Give me money, please. Yeah. Besides, you know, OnlyFans. But (laughs) I'm not doing (laughs) OnlyFans. I'm
2: joking. joking. You got a lot of free time, everybody. I'm
1: gonna have to cut that part out because this is a charity. (laughs) No, you're not. And I just said that before this, so Mm. like, yeah. All right. So I've seen this story. I'm gonna play the little clip.
3: Occasional dance break. Jordan's mom, Jackie, says working at her own company is nothing short of a miracle for Jordan because Jordan was born with autism and verbal apraxia. If you listen to a video of her, you will quickly know. Notice
4: that her speech is not typical speech. She has a very deep voice. She struggles to put her thoughts into words, but she did
3: not speak until she was over the age of six. So when we hear her now, it's
0: amazing how much she's able to say.
3: Jordan continued to overcome challenges, but her parents still saw one on the horizon. We just kept finding there was so Little opportunity for an individual like her once she got out of school. And it was really keeping my husband and I up at night. Like, what was she going to do? About five years ago, they started Jordan's Summer Shirt Project, a way to keep her busy during the summer while also
1: teaching. So that's it. You Mm -hmm. go check out Jordan's Shirt Summer Project.
2: So he's got a cool name.
1: And and it's really cool looking shirts. Like, it's be kind to everyone. You know, I got a hat. I got a shirt. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to get it. Cool. Yeah.
2: It's And honestly, that's something a lot of people don't really look at. Um, There are a lot of folks who have issues like that because it's hard to employ people with, like, certain situations going on. I'm related to a few of them, you know, like a few people who have some issues where you're not going to be able to employ them because, you know, for this reason or that reason. But there are things that everybody can do. That's oh. why, you know, when I hear people say, oh, I can't work. I got this. You can work. Yeah. You can find something to do. I promise you.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And no. like this situation, you know, the world's mean. So like, 100%. you know, it it would be rough to be in like a fast food environment or whatever yep. where 90% of the customers are mad. Right. You know, that's well, like my daughter. She's She's ready to quit right now. Fast food. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, but anyways, y'all go check her out. It's a it's a really great story. It's a great cause and all of that. Yeah. So it looked really cool. Before we dive into the episode, Carly Pierce and Chris Stapleton released a song this week.
2: Kentucky folks.
1: And I'm telling you what, it is fire. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it is awesome. I'm just going to quit talking about it and go ahead and play the first <laughs> verse and chorus. Right. This is called We Don't Fight Anymore.
3: I couldn't make it jealous if I tried. You couldn't care less if I stayed out all night I don't even look into your eyes Cause the truth is I don't even care if you're lying In this bed away. might as well be Across the ocean tonight We you don't, don't care
1: Got goosebumps. I mean, that's how much I love a good country song.
2: Yeah. Especially one that could, you know, honestly hit home to a lot of people. I mean, I've uh, fell victim to that as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's just like, you know, we all get to the place where, you know, fighting just don't work no more. You know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like. And, like. It I can just relate very me, much so with that It song. gives me so many chill bumps to hear a great song come alive like that. And, I mean, Carly just, like, opens her mouth, and it's just country music from the heavens with Chris Stapleton in there. I yeah. wonder who wrote that song.
2: I don't know, but it's hard to, yeah you know, beat. Uh, Stapleton's voice anyway, but if you put, you know, Carly on there and I'm honestly not one for a lot of Carly Pearce songs. Yeah. But it's uh it's one of them things it's just a great story and it just connects with you. And anytime when you can you know meld two beautiful voices like that together, it just adds a whole nother dimension to music.
1: Well, I bet there wasn't three instruments in that whole song either.
2: The only, I only cared about two of them. Yeah. And you heard both and of them. I mean,
1: <laughs> it was three chords in the truth. And that's what country music is. You know, yeah. when I think of country music, I think of songs like that right there. Another artist this week that released one. Is, you didn't
2: even know this. I had to give it to him.
1: I know. We were trying to cue that up on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Childress, <laughs> I'll wait for you. Have you heard the, I'm I'm assuming you've already heard it, right? I've heard it once, just I've not once.
2: Heard it. He uh he played it at a sh- it was I think it was a festival show and he announced he said that you know, a new song.
1: So this is probably going to be a live version.
2: I would imagine yeah. Okay. Um I'm not positive that he has ever recorded it in the studio. I'm sure he has. This will probably be on the next album.
1: So here we go. It's called I'll Wait for You.
3: I will wait for you till the sun turns into ashes and bows down to the moon. I'll wait for you. It's a
2: Bad. Yeah, i mean it's hard to not be able to see just how good he is live he's just as good live as he is in studio like how clear was his voice there like oh, no hiccups it, yeah it was insane <laughs> yeah.
1: Here, here's my the way my mind works though is mm-hmm. like i've kind of gave up on getting anything great out of him since lady may because like how does it get any better yeah. The way he described how much he loved her right. in that song, like, you're done, dude. I don't even
2: think that was a song about.
1: It was about his wife. You think so? I, I mean, the way I took it, it was.
2: I think it was more. Yeah, totally different. Like well,
1: how much he loved her.
2: I don't. You know, know. He, I don't know that he's necessarily talking about her.
1: Well, he might not be, but he loved somebody in yeah. it. Oh no, yeah. And and here's my thing, like.
2: I don't want it.
1: I, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> don't don't show me that. You know? You <laughs> he said here's my thing. No, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like I don't think play. it gets any better right. than that he I mean, made. He He's got a lot of good ones right. that I would jam to. Well, that's like Zach. Yeah. Fifth of May. And something in the Orange. Mm-hmm. Will he ever write anything as great as those two? I don't
2: know. He's got a lot of great songs.
1: Yeah, and he's pulling them out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, know? out of nowhere. Like, he's i mean,
2: he's—he's <laughs> he's made a deal with the devil, or, I mean, it's one of his little things he got from Rumpelstiltskin, or the genie in the bottle, something. Something's going on there. He's getting some insight.
1: You know, he does have a tiny flaw, like we all do. He mm-hmm. has his is social media.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He goes yeah. to Twitter all the time yeah like the fan that tried to take the guitar from him Mm -hmm. which i mean i get his frustration but like he's like one thing you don't do is touch my guitar Mm -hmm. and then try to steal it yeah (laughs) he had her kicked out and of course he said at the end you know Mm -hmm. no hard feelings but right like don't touch my stuff and i get it oh yeah you know especially
2: something that's that important to you if you're a musician you know your guitar is pretty important
1: You can tell when some artists run their social media and when some don't. Right. Oh,
2: 100%. (laughs) It's very mechanical if somebody else is running it for them.
1: And I really think that would have hurt a person like myself. Oh, it
2: would have destroyed you. Especially 10 years ago. Like after a week, you would have been been done. I
1: mean, now, (laughs) when I'm mature, maybe not so much. But back then, you know.
2: (laughs) Mature-ish. It would have been bad. I'm I'm the same way. Back then I would have been all like it would have been terrible. Yeah. I think about a lot of angles before I even reply.
1: Well, after watching this show, I might delete my whole damn taste. <laughs> yeah, it's probably for
2: the best. I mean, like all it, it
1: really opens your mind up to stuff yeah. that you wouldn't even think about.
2: To a lot of fear is what it opens you up to. Yes. So for sure. We're talking about yeah, these artists who have all these undeniable songs in their catalog. And then we get to the meat of the message, if you will, just because it's got the same letter. Um, The guy we're talking about, his new album, Mr. Chris Jansen. Yes. And everybody knows the songs they've heard on the radio. But what everybody kind of... Yeah, it doesn't look it, if you look at a lot of the other people on the radio, they might have a couple country songs, but the rest of them is very pop. Oh, yeah. This man, he doesn't write pop music. Not at all. And I like that.
1: <laughs> and he gives me a sense of the young Hank Williams Jr. You know, like, he's parading the country music flag, mm-hmm. and he's... He's kind of like Ric Flair. He's on a jet, high-flying, <laughs> high-fiving. <laughs> <Martin>. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does it all. Yeah. And, like, I I was so excited. This album is called The Outside, The Outlaw Side of Me. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to be reviewing this week. There is 12 songs, 21 forever. We've already debuted on this the uh, 14 songs. Yeah, but that one was on there twice. Uh-oh. So that's why. I said that. Oh. So, anyways, the first song is called Rowdy Gentleman. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, here we go.
4: Socks, a badass truck and a bold a song.
1: Right out of the gate.
2: Yeah, he didn't waste no time. He didn't. <laughs> he kicked it right in.
1: Yes, and I love it. That's yeah, one of
2: those old classic. It
1: sounds just, just like a Hank Williams Jr. song.
2: Well, he even mentions him in the song. Yes. I mean. I wondered if that's why you said that when I seen Bo Cephas. I've not heard no, any of this, No, I mean, this, I just
1: kind of felt that yeah. vibe from him. Well, he kind of gives
2: it off, and it, he looks like a thinner version of Hank Jr.
1: And he's not. I, I he, feel you like see he, it, uh, he's least. not trying to cover up anything. He's like, I'm country, and I love all kinds of music.
2: Well, I just hope he you know? don't say it as many times as Justin Moore. Like, <sighs> Justin Moore is country, but I'm tired of hearing about it from him. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't like need this. to hear how country you yeah. are. Just, you know, talk about whatever. And he describes his self and the people who like his music and the people who like real country music. He described those people to a T right there in that oh, song. Yeah. And that's and- what women are looking for. That's why all the fans should all country fans should like this song. Yeah, because it's a it's a party song. It's a dance song. Get on the get out there on the dance floor. You know, grab your partner and have fun. It's just one of them have fun songs.
1: And like the wording in it, that had to be hard to write. I mean, it's almost you almost have to have a mind like rappers to come off with words like that that just flow together. You know,
2: that's the way I've always seen like lyrics. I mean, though. it's
1: like wow, you know.
2: I used to write raps when I was younger.
1: Well, you have some people who think they're a songwriter because mm-hmm. they they do the cookie cookie cutter mm-hmm. style of right. songwriting. Yeah. You know, where yeah. the words match every second verse.
2: All the syllables are the same in every line, and
1: but a yeah. good songwriter may not rhyme at all, right. but the story flows so good you don't recognize it. You know, yeah. this next song is called Honky Tonk Minute.
4: Yeah, the grass is too high, stocks are too low. Old frigid air is out of ice cold. The boss is on my back, got my back up against the wall. But it's Friday.
1: You know, I can see that in it, like a little uh, TV show clip. You know, kind of yeah, like Roadhouse too. if yeah. they redone that movie, like they're supposed to. They
2: are. I'd say it's already filmed.
1: Yeah, it's got <laughs> Conor McGregor in it, right? Yeah, that's wild. That's bound to be a good one. You it's got to
2: be. He, he's one of the people when he walks in a room the you know the atmosphere just like changes. He's he not a massive guy either. Oh, no, but he's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, like he yeah. has
1: an insane mind. Mm-hmm. That's his problem. Mm-hmm. Like, he's mm-hmm. the type that would take a mailbox off to win a fight, he a came, street fight, He you know?
2: came from an insane place, and it took him where he's at. Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, I respect him. From, yeah. well, from what he came from to where he and oh, his yeah. entire family's at right now because of his hard work.
1: Oh, yeah. And, like, he gives back, too. He gives to everybody over there. You can tell.
2: Especially, like, in Ireland. he. There's not a person there that doesn't love him.
1: Yeah. This next song is uh, the name of the album, Outlaw Side of Me.
4: I got a ticket in. Cook County from a small town County Mountie going 90 in a slow lane on my way to Tennessee and no amount of talking could keep me out of that ticket yeah that's the outlaw side of me, that's the outlaw side of me. I had a run in with the warden yeah he'd been waiting for me cross the fence I knew I wasn't supposed to be Hell, I was busted just like that. Cause that turkey on my back. Put a bullseye on the outlaw side of me. Yeah, I'm a lover, not a fighter. No, I don't go looking for trouble. Oh, but sometimes that trouble just finds me. Yeah, and I could probably help it, but I don't really want it. That's the outlaw side of me. Oh, you yes, see.
1: Sounds like myself. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't go looking for trouble, but it finds me. Yeah. You
2: know what I mean? I think it's just about 90% of people who are raised in the country, you know?
1: Yes, yes. there's <laughs> like and some stuff
2: you can't help but do. He,
1: he seems like the type that would be perfect to hang out in a garage and drink a beer with, but at the same time, he'd go cow tipping if you like, brought it up. Right. Like, you if, know? He, if
2: you told me he grew up like two miles away from where I grew up, i am be like, oh, okay. That's cool.
1: You would believe it.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah. He he's just like people that I've I've known my entire life. Just like his personality and his, you know, kind of demeanor and the way he's yeah, talks about him. Yeah. 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 He's he could a hundred percent be from South Central Kentucky.
3: For yeah. sure.
1: I feel like he is as many times as he's, he's been here a lot. He's been here a they lot. They need to give him the key to the city. Yeah. You know? This next song, I don't know if he's publicly announced it but I can tell how much he loves his wife mm-hmm. that I really feel like he put all the passion in. all I need is you for yeah. her.
2: Yeah. We love his wife too. She's you know, talked yeah. to us and yeah, know, she shared, shared our, our stuff. Yeah.
1: She's yeah, really cool. Sure. All right. This is all I need is you.
4: ticket worth a million bucks and a bigger one on the wall i want my boys my team to win waiting on the radio again i want what i want but hey don't we all when they Chevrolet to a beach house down on 38. Have the Gulf of Mexico sitting right in my backyard. But as long as you're right here in-
1: Once again, a song that I believe, oh yeah, because I can see it in him. He don't care if he ever plays an award show or mm. has the number one song in the country because he has fans that come to see him every single weekend from Thursday to Sunday, yeah, and like he is so content and humble with life right now, you know,
2: I think he wants all those things. But he just like seems like the type of guy that's not defined by those things. You know what I'm I saying? I see what like, you mean. Yeah, yeah. like He wants all that, but that's not who he is as a person or as an artist. You have to look at the people he surrounds himself with. And the people who surround him, they love him. Yeah. And, I mean, you can tell it's easy to see. His manager... His wife, his kids, I've seen videos of them on the stage with him. Um it's a it's a beautiful thing. He's got a ton of fans. He's a very sincere dude. Yeah. And it's like people you know, like Chris Jansen's who I would like to be able to point and say, you yeah, know, this is country music. Oh yeah. But I don't know that it ever will be. All the way, because you got people who aren't country music out there putting out, and they're on the radio all the time.
1: I knew when he released this album that this would be country music. We didn't have to worry about having anything popish on it. There was no question. No, it it was going to be country music. Yeah, and like he respects the Grand Ole Opry, he respects country music so much. I think that's why I like him too. You know. This next song he did uh, it featured Brantley Gilbert. It's called "Hank the Hell Out of the Honky Tonk."
2: You can hear the Brantley Gilbert in it.
4: There's a country mile long line out the door, full of outlaw women and some dinosaurs. They got no intentions of kicking. It's Friday and they just gotta have it. Yeah, the band's tuned up and we're ready to play. About to blow the...
3: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
4: I bought of the whole damn thing. Go to clicking them sticks. Kick it off right with some country boy can't survive. Y'all ready? Here we go. Whoa!
1: is with that iconic harmonica Mm -hmm. I mean he I mean you can't think of Chris Jansen without thinking about the harmonica you know that's in a lot of the songs it's
2: became one of his uh, staples for sure
1: yeah Yeah. this next one is called uh, Dirt in My Life
4: I got a place to lay my head Got a house and a little yard I've been saving all my money So I can buy a farm And breathe in that fresh air Sit creekside in a beach chair Need a little outside in This country boy's heart I need dirt on my truck I need dirt on my roads I need dirt on my boots I need dirt in my soul. Crops need
3: the rain
4: And the stars need the sky Some dirt in my life I got some diesel in my tank Got a truck door singing Hank Got a fire burning big on Friday night There ain't no place I'd rather be Than out here in the old country With the South Georgia girl by my side
1: I like how they put a little bit of that Waylon picking in there too. You yeah, can hear it. Style. Yeah, that little telecaster mm-hmm. going in it. Wow. I like it. What this if it's
2: n- like a playoff of uh you know Luke Bryan and uh Jordan Davis's uh, bad to hurt? I doubt it. It's kinda well, I mean it's not meant to, but yeah. It's essentially the same thing.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Kinda. Yeah.
2: Not, not really, but sorta.
1: This next one. I seen him do this one live and I couldn't wait till he released it so I could hear the whole song. Because I caught him like midway through it. I was like, man, this is pretty good. (laughs) This is called Tap That.
4: No matter where they come from, Milwaukee Rockies. some foreign or domestic paper glass or plastic don't matter how i get it just fill it
2: Whole lot of sexual innuendos <laughs> in that song,
1: <laughs> right? You know, I'm really hoping that they release that to radio. You know, it's especially in the summer
2: because I mean that, that that'd be a you know summer drinking song.
1: It would, and it's really catchy.
2: Now I want to be consistent, okay? Okay. And I've only heard one song so far that didn't mention alcohol. Just being consistent. Yeah. It's not. It's not what every song's about, but. Neither was it for the other guy, but you know, that's this all I'm saying this next one's a good called song, though.
1: Good folks going to work
4: you want a picture of America It's good folks going to work Bleeding blood, sweat and tears On a blue collar shirt Bring on the bacon Fried in a skillet Got a hunger in our bellies And we can't fill it Make a little love To heal some of the hurt Good folks going to work Pipeline boys and construction crews Thank God for the men Good folks going to work through the rain, leading snow. They're carrying mail to the preachers, the teachers, and the sheriff in jail. Just good folks going to work. They're just good folks going to work. Blood, sweat, and tears on a blue collar shirt. Bring on the bacon, fry.
2: You talked about me in that song. Well, yeah, and
1: and I was trying to think of what to say Mm -hmm. about your previous comment. Because like here's the thing. That one didn't say anything about it. No, it didn't. But like with Chris, I feel like I could give him a pass. You know what I mean? If it talks about a little bit about alcohol, you Mm -hmm. know? Because I feel like with the other artists that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. like his whole Career, I'll tell you a big is difference. Based by it. It's a big difference. You know, I just don't want. No, I, I'm like not. I'm not criticizing him. Yeah,
2: because honestly, if you look at country songs, especially the ones that make the radio, um, very few don't talk about alcohol.
1: Right. So, I very mean, few. you almost have to to play the game.
2: Yeah, and you know, I understand that that's a big part of the culture. You know, a you lot go, of people who you hear listen people to country music drink. Yeah. Right. Well, you perform. At you know where to get your start, like to build yourself up at in bars, bar. yeah, open mics, different stuff. I, don't, I mean, I understand it. It kind of it's married to the genre, but just because he might mention it in a song, it's not like the songs don't portray that he. Is infatuated, you know, with that. It's like a side part to it. Yeah,
1: like as soon as I get off work after doing all these great things, I'm gonna crack a beer.
2: If you look at yeah his life, have you heard about him getting in trouble for being hammered drunk? You
1: know, the two times that I've seen him, he had a Mountain Dew in his can in his hand Mm -hmm. the
2: whole show. And that that says a lot about the performer and the person. Like, because you can sing about something all day long. It's uh, this, i never dreamed i would uh, do this comparison but it's like eminem he got criticized so hard on his albums for talking about you know murdering his ex-wife yeah. <laughs> murdering his mom <laughs> it's really wild he didn't do he, he he didn't do any of those things and he said that when he wrote those you know lyrics It was just to express like the thoughts are in his head and it was all just a part of the art. And I feel like that's what it is with him. Now, art uh, does mirror life. But your life sometimes, if you let it, looks awful. Similar to some of that art, <laughs> and that's where that's so that's where we're at with Mister MW. But I think with Chris Jensen, he's still you know imitating you know, reality with his art. Yeah, and I think that's that's yeah the difference.
1: Well, you know, when I started playing music in the fourth grade, I couldn't drink, and then when I started listening to Whiskey Bent and Hellbound, and I was nineteen years old, and I'm like, man. I need to drink a beer before I go on stage to play the part. I mean, and like, Mm. at 19, you believe that. You know what I mean? You can
2: talk yourself into it, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you can make excuses for it, too. 100%, 100%. You know, and somebody that's passionate about music, like Mm. I was when the first time that I heard Whiskey Beat and Hellbound, I wanted to feel like, I wanted to see what that felt like. You know, and not like in an immature way, like, honestly, I wanted to get Whiskey Bent and the hell bound, you know? <laughs> well,
2: they, no, I don't know about the second part, but... You
1: know? I mean, that's... Yeah. That... I don't know. It's just... I can't think of one country artist that has mm. never released a, an album that didn't have one song on oh, it yeah. talking about alcohol. Right, right, right. Even Carrie Underwood.
2: Yeah. Now, when you said that, you know, when you were young and you were you know, writing songs and you listened to music and you wanted to experience that, that just you know, reiterates what I've said my entire life. That great songs aren't written by people who are young, young. Oh, no. You get some, a few that'll come out, and they're just amazing songs. They come out of some kind of tragedy, usually. Oh, yeah. But Absolutely. You have to have a mature brain and some experience under your belt in order to write a true true solid song. Well And that's kinda where
1: Well, I mean, you know, when I had uh beat up trucks. Yeah. All right, I knew that place because I didn't get I didn't have a parent that would co sign for me to have a new truck. Right. So I had to
2: I think parents I to, are dumb. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but <they're> just not, <laughs> but,
1: no offense out there. Here, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like, I had to get my personality to win the girl versus yeah. the truck, yeah. and even though that doesn't matter, it does matter. Yeah, that's like I was. I noticed this in church today, and I may be completely out of line for saying this. We pull in the parking lot, and all I see <laughs> is fifty to eighty thousand dollar vehicles and i'm like how do these people afford this especially right now i mean a nine hundred dollar car payment i mean it just blows my mind but the world that we live in you see that as success yeah instead of that's beauty success
2: um i always like to think he who is without sin cast the first stone there are a lot of people out there trying to portray a certain, you know, image and just to bring it full swing, I'm gonna continue on that thought. But if you look at Chris Jansen, he does not seem like he's all about that, you know, money. No, no, no. Image. Like he looks he looks like a dude you see. Chevrolet. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: and he loves it. Yeah. He just bought one it's of Patsy Klein's yeah. eighty model Cadillacs, you know. Those, those are classic vehicles.
2: Yeah. But it's it's one of them things uh and you hear a lot of people you know, push back about church. Everybody goes to church is just hypocrites. No. We're all sinners. Ain't nobody yeah. walks into church not a sinner. Everybody's a sinner. We all don't have our ourselves all the way together. Uh-huh. Nobody. It, it don't matter if you're 97 years old, just using that as an example, we're like 20 years old. You don't, have your, you don't have your stuff together.
1: And if you listen to a lot of these people who have made millions... And they go on interviews. They say, if you go to a job site and you see the guy with the oldest truck there, he has the most money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, I kind of tell myself that, but then again, I don't have no air so i'm like i don't know do you think i could afford a new one <laughs> you're Not in the same all. boat on that buddy my Not truck don't have all. air either yeah <laughs> Eric and it, out. it's like this is going to be the greatest thousand dollars i've ever spent putting air. <sighs> eventually yeah you know? me too
3: but
2: it's, yeah that is true like you go to a work site you see the oldest truck that's the person who's you know, the wealthiest odds are oh yeah um it's just because of the mindset you realize at a certain age that those you know, fancy things don't really matter. As long as you've got something to get you from you know, point A to point B. Now, it's hard convincing my wife of that, honestly. It's well, hard to do.
1: in my mind, I get tricked by it, too, because yeah. I'm thinking, well, these people probably look at me as a failure because I drive a crappy old truck.
2: I don't care about that.
1: But that's what my mind tells right. me. Right. You can lay right. out all the facts. Yeah. But you know how confident it is to have a new vehicle.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: But then again, they probably don't sleep well at night trying to come up with the payments.
2: They got something going on with them too, you, you know? know. So they're self-conscious all. about something as well. If it's not if they have a new house, huge house, uh, yeah, a new vehicle, yeah, something's eating at them. Yeah. Still, you can have all of the material things in the world that you want, but that's not what truly fulfills you as a person. Yeah. You're fulfilled by what's around, who's around you, not what's around you, who.
1: That's right. All right, this next one is called the GOAT.
2: (laughs) G-O-A-T.
1: Here we go.
4: If you going to be a singer, be a star. If you're going to play the field, be the quarterback. If you're going to go to work, be the boss. If you're going to be the boss, be a kingpin. Going to entertain, be the star of the show. If you're going to play the game, be the best of the best. If you're going to be alive, be the GOAT. Be the greatest of all time. Chance you get. Remember that you lose if you don't win. be the best of the best. Let everybody in the world know. If you're gonna be alive, be the goat, be the goat, be the greatest of all time, baby. Be the goat, be the goat, be the greatest of all time, baby. Be the second coming.
1: You know, speaking of the goat. You know, my whole life I thought there were there was two of them Garth. And Kenny Chesney in my book. (laughs) Okay. But a true entertainer I have found is in an artist like Chris Jansen. Because when you go to his shows, he plays the most country of all. Mm -hmm. And he also covers Whitney Houston. Yeah. You know, and I mean, in my opinion, that is an entertainer.
2: Oh, for sure. That's an entertainer.
1: And, I mean, in my book, and the award show that I have going on in my head, he is the Entertainer of the Year. I mean, I really can't think of anybody who does as many shows as he does and still makes it yeah. back to take his kid to the school line.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's an entertainer. I've not
2: seen him perform, but I've seen lots of videos of it, and I've heard lots of yeah people talk about it. My nephew... His uh, first ever concert that he went to was at the plaza to see uh, Chris Jansen. And, and he loved it, he didn't loved he? loved it. He yeah. don't listen to country. Here's he listens the, to rap. He was so entertained by him because of the show that he put on stage.
1: Here's the thing. I had a dream that his manager allowed us to sit on the side of the stage <laughs> and review well, I'm the still, show.
2: i still waiting on him to email me back. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to speak this into, into existence. Fruition, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I have faith. If anybody'll let us, it'll be Mr. Chris James.
2: Go. Oh, I messaged his manager and I told him, I was, like it wasn't a long message, and I was like, um,
1: "It wasn't just, as long as that ad, right?" No, no,
2: no, no, no. It wasn't scripted. <laughs> thank God. I said, "I just wanted to reach out." Uh, I said, "Honestly, eventually, obviously, we would love to interview, yeah, you know, Chris." Oh yeah, but I'm really interested to see what he's has to say. I want to, I want to hear that viewpoint from the manager. Because, You're, I mean, not only does he have a big talent that is under his wing, yeah. but I want to know what all goes into I, it. I want to
1: know how they get from one side of the United States to the other overnight. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know you can get on a plane and do it. Yeah. Ruby but slippers. I'm, but I'm talking about the logistics.
2: No, yeah, it's a lot of logistics. To where
1: everything looks like it did the night before. You know, I mean
2: that's a yeah. That's I, a I've lot. heard I've, I've heard people talk about that. It's just that's a very stressful. I don't know that I can do it.
1: Now you know your artists like Garth and Taylor. They have multiple stages. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. you can do that, um, but anyways, here we are at the next one. It's called Get It Right.
4: Well, Lama. And I know what my boots taste like with every other word I say. And I know when to say when, before it starts to find When it comes to being wrong, I get it right. probably shouldn't bask you want to make some bad decisions you don't have to ask me twice just when it comes to being wrong i get it right
1: that's right this song right here is pretty close to his definition you know what i mean yeah. i feel like i mean i don't know him as a person but from what i've known so far that sounds just like chris jansen yeah you know it does this next one uh Darius Rucker's f- featured on it's called mm-hmm. Everyday of the Week
4: I got a fine looking woman got a house full of kids a truck of keys running
1: probably one of my favorite on there i like it it's
2: it's different like it's not it's got that southern rock feel it does have southern it almost rock sounds like
1: sure. that uh don't give me no lines just a little bit mm-hmm. of the yeah. beginning of it yeah. you know i love that rock and roll guitar in there you know? oh,
2: yeah. yeah that's a, just a classic sound. yes yeah.
1: and especially with somebody singing to it right you know because a lot of people cannot pull that off Mm-mm. This is the very last song that we're coming to. It's one of the, the ones that I really enjoy. It's called Days in the Field.
2: Spent many of them.
4: I can't believe how much you act like me. How you love motorcycles, trucks, and climbing high in a tree The smell of a good cigar Your mama in fast cars and tractors Well, I can't believe the way you look right now With your curly hair and your crooked smile All I can see is wow Hear the way you handle that turkey call, and those two big four T overalls is crazy. So I take a thousand pictures just to save these days in the
1: song hits home it does you know because until my boy was about 10 i thought he's gonna be a wussy <laughs> and then he hit 10 and he's a tough little boy yeah you know well
2: you gotta be when you're 10
1: i know especially when you're short too you know
2: you got that complex
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we don't have a complex we're just very confident oh oh yeah okay. that's what i call it yeah confidence <laughs> anyways yeah Great album. Oh, yeah. I cannot say one bad thing about it. I mean, really, there may have been one song that I wasn't tickled to death about, but the other ones make up for it. It takes me back to the Hank Williams Jr. albums, you know? And a little touch of Skinner, you know? I love it.
2: I've told you in the past, his music, for the most part, is not something that you're gonna find me listening to a lot. Like I'll enjoy a song here, a song there. I do like it because it's very sincere music. This album was different.
1: Well, I'll make I up for it. what you don't listen to. You know what I mean? Because I'll I listen, listen to this to album. Though. Yeah, it's that's good. what I'm saying.
2: I like this album and that last song, "Days in the Field." Um, that reminds me. I don't know if yeah growing up if you worked on a farm at all a couple times yeah did you ever you know help raise tobacco
1: i helped uh cut tobacco hang tobacco and then uh uh, strip tobacco yeah yeah i didn't make any money (laughs) well but like we had a good time you know what i mean it was senior year we thought we were gonna go out there and work for a week and make some money (laughs) we didn't make any money the money we made, we got paid every night, and we mm-hmm. got supper, and mm-hmm. the supper was awesome. Yeah. But we were leaving with, like, 15 20 bucks I mean, we were only making, like, $5 an hour then. He must man. have
2: been helping a relative or It wasn't a relative. A friend.
1: It was kind of a friend, yeah. He was in the band that I was in, oh. and we were helping out. You
2: got pigeonholed into yeah. that.
1: And I was thinking, well, man, I can go out here and do five hours, and... And 50 bucks. Yeah. Not really. Five <laughs> hours is $25. Uh-huh. But the supper was really good. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. Well, Mr. Steinberg. Mm,
2: yeah. yeah. So, uh, growing up, yeah, you know, we raised tobacco. Um, if we did not raise tobacco, we didn't have Christmas. That, that's how we got, uh, you know, Christmas, and that's how we got, that's how I got to play sports. That's how my brother got to do all the other activities, you know, he did, like, all the clubs and he was a state 4-H officer in school like he had to travel a lot for all that and uh yeah we had all the extracurriculars and if we did not raise tobacco we didn't have that like the vehicle the car insurance the gas money for us but i could not tell you how many hours i spent (laughs) in a tobacco patch for every every part of it but and like the only time we ever had anybody from outside of the family to come help was when it was time to cut tobacco. It was almost like a tradition. It was always Labor Day weekend, which is the same time as the watermelon festival in Monroe County, which yeah, you know, where I grew up. Um and we would have my dad's friends. Uh, one of them, uh, Johnny, he was a mechanic. Man was so smart. Had a had a college degree in history he was going to be a teacher and something came up and a job got filled by somebody else and he started working on cars that's what he did growing up ended up he got stuck just working on cars he's never he never taught a day in his life he's just worked on cars he's good at it it's not as much money as a teacher would have been in a great retirement he's really you know bad health now but it, it reminded me of you know johnny and it also reminded me of bob Bob was my dad's best friend he was a photographer 6 foot 6 huge man but he was you want to talk about smart that man was so book smart but that time we spent in the fields I'll always remember that and that song really touched me because it reminded me of all that time that we were out there sweating, yeah, you know, killing snakes. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Like I got tobacco poisoning once, like uh, you know, in the barn, you know, reaching up, hanging at the top of the barn, sun beating down on that roof and it's so hot. Yeah. Just miserable. Getting stung by wasps and then just having to pull a little piece of tobacco off the off the plant. Yeah. Getting it wet and sticking it on the sting so it takes the sting out. Yeah, like I I just remember doing all that and that really takes me to a time in my life. I'll never experience that again. Yeah, you know, Bob, he passed away. Five years ago now, it's been a while. Yeah, Johnny is in really bad health. My dad, he's getting up there in age. I mean do actually yesterday was his birthday. <laughs>
1: do they still do tobacco? No.
2: No, they quit when they uh you know, offer the buyout. Oh, I see. If you didn't raise over a hundred acres, you really couldn't afford to continue to raise it. Right. Like you have it has to be a gigantic outfit. All we raised was like it wasn't even two acres. It was like oh, one point seven five acres. You wouldn't think it's a lot, but it's a lot. It's a it's lot, a lot for, when you got to walk it. It's a lot for one adult and yeah, two adolescents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's rough. But yeah. uh
1: I always had to cut it and I was in the very top of the barn. The yeah, very very that top. That was always the top. Cuz I I guess I wasn't tall enough to raise it up to that one point, but mm. I could always grab it and put it in the top.
2: I was I was always the most nimble.
1: And then like Ten years ago, I thought, once again, well, I heard that it was paying more. So I skipped work one day, thinking I was going to make some fast cash. I went out (laughs) and cut tobacco all day. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the next two days, I had to call in for work because I was so sore. Right. And I was like, what an idiot.
2: Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah.
1: Anyways, I think this is an outstanding album, Chris. Thank you so much for staying true to country music. Mm-hmm. Thank you for always being nice and kind to us. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to seeing you. Thank we you for sharing wait. your
2: art with us.
1: Yes. The Kentucky State Fair is coming up. We mm-hmm. would love to come see you. Yep.
2: And right. if not, we can do that uh, next time you come to Glasgow. I'm sure you will. But, uh, uh, yeah. It's awesome. I appreciate five stars. It. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it five. He didn't mention me personally, so I'm not going to give it five. <laughs> just, just joking. <laughs> I say
1: uh, now. Yeah,
2: so everybody, we appreciate it. Without you, we would not be able to do this. We love you. Um, Please remember to like, share, rate, review, subscribe, follow, tell your friends, neighbors, cousins, brothers, sisters,
0: and your coworkers.
2: All right.
0: esperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or beam a line in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the country music critic and we'll catch y'all next time.